0: Welcome to episode two of On One Radio. It's your boy, Brett.
1: And Landon.
0: What's up? Let's get it. What you doing? What you been doing over there?
1: You know, we haven't had a whole lot going on. Just working, grinding, living the life.
0: You drinking a little Silver Bullet?
1: A little Silver Bullet, axe, Yep.
0: Right. Yes, sir. Right. Cool. How was the weekend? Weekend was interesting. Uh... Friday night, I did nothing, like literally we did nothing at all. Uh, Worked on the house because we've been putting that off for, I don't know, a month now. So worked on the house a little bit, and then Saturday got up, we had to go run errands or whatnot, and then watch a little bedlam game. Yep. Got a little tipsy, got a little, my heart was racing.
1: Came out on the losing end of that one.
0: Yep. Yeah, it wasn't great, but uh, it was a fun game. I, I legit was like the most adrenaline I've had, like running through my body in a very long time since I yeah. started like, was... actually doing things. So <laughs> my heart was racing. It was good to get the the heart rate up a little bit. I felt like I ran for the first time in many moons.
1: Didn't even have to go work out to get it in, man.
0: No, but ate, uh, drank. And then uh, we went to Lowe's. Ooh. Was, bought a fire pit. Pretty excited about. Outside fire pit? Outside fire pit. I don't, I mean, I live in Las Vegas, so we can use it for like six weeks, but be a good <laughs> yeah. six weeks, you know what I'm saying?
1: Those six weeks are gonna be fire. What about you? You know, uh, worked a little bit, um... Saturday for the game We tailgated For Old Bedlam uh, Went to the strip To watch the game um, So you know We're, we're, we're boozing oh, Almost got into a fight With the Sooner fan Woo, Almost got into a fight With this guy He's this real I don't know Scrawny piece of work Almost dumped a pitcher On his head Where at? The uh, The Union on the strip. It's uh, where it the cricket move? used to be.
0: Ah.
1: Well, it is. The, it's the same place. It's just changed ownership. Uh, but then halftime, we left there. And there's a, probably a group of like six or seven of us. And this party bus rolls up on the strip. And they're like, hey, anybody want to get on this party bus for halftime? We're like, I was like, yes, I'm getting on this party bus. I'm going to cruise around, hang out with these people I don't even know. So I'm getting on. And Luke Stevens starts to like, he's like, Yeah, I'll get on with you. Cool, let's do it. And I get on, I turn around, he bails. All of a sudden, I see Jacob. Uh, he's walking up, he's like, All right, I'm getting on too. So <laughs> me and Jake get on this party bus. Ice chest full of jello shots, ice chest full of beers. We got balls of fireball going around. So we're just cruising around, listening to money moves and drinking booze. And having a good old time. Then we, you know, we get off the party bus for the second half of the game. Watch us blow it. And uh, it was a pretty good weekend.
0: Nice. How was your Halloween? Uh,
1: Halloween was solid. Halloween was solid. Didn't do a whole lot. Went out to the bars that night.
0: So Uh, what's Halloween like in like a party town like Stillwater? Because I didn't do anything. That's sad.
1: Stillwater, everybody comes out to play.
0: Everybody, like, you
1: don't. Good thing about Halloween is you can basically put whatever you want on and you're something.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, you throw on a jean jacket and you're whatever, an 80s greaser or, like, whatever you want. You can throw on a yellow jacket and be Curious George, dude you know do whatever you want on halloween so everybody dresses up in some sort of fashion
0: so did you rock the coaches gear again
1: no i didn't do the old days coaches i went with um i went as uh paul rudd's character from wet hot american summer <laughs> so i had jean uh jeans on a jean jacket black t-shirt i wore a choker and uh, he has that little red bandana hanging out the back of his pocket. I look pretty good. That's I look funny. pretty solid.
0: Dude, I don't know. This just reminded me of the time we went to Vegas um, for the Fiesta Bowl. When we went to Vegas for New Year's Eve. Yeah. And we all dressed up in suits and we were like swagged out and we like snuck into that VIP part.
1: Oh, that was nice. But then
0: we were like telling everyone you were Nick Swartzen. <laughs> we got so many girls to come sit with us. Well, yeah, it was just so bizarre. We just like kind of like took over that like table and just yeah. sat there, and everyone kept coming by like, "Oh, like sorry, I didn't mean to bump you. Like, <laughs> sorry." Like, yeah, it's cool. The waiter kept bringing us drinks. Dude, that was awesome. Just normal people.
1: I love it when clubs don't realize they're giving VIP service to the wrong people.
0: Yeah, we didn't spend a dime.
1: Not a dime. Nah, but that, that was, uh, still water, still water weekends.
0: Dope.
1: Pretty good stuff.
0: Cool. Yes, right. sir. Well, you want to get into this? Are we going to jump right into, uh, music court or anything else? Oh, I do have something I want to tell you. Yeah. Um, hit me up. On, on Sunday, I, uh, Dropped a bunch of stuff off that we had cleaned from the house over at, uh, the Goodwill Donation Center. Yeah. While I was there, I was like, football games haven't started yet. I don't really got anything to do. So I went inside. Yep. I'll just check it out. See what I can find. Found you a little present. Oh so, boy. Uh, we'll post it, uh, when I give it to you next week when I'm in town, we do yeah. our, do our live pod. But, uh got a, got a sweet gift coming for you. I think you're oh, you're really going to like it. it. I'm giddy. I'm it, giddy right it, now. It pertains to stuff we talked about last last episode. So Okay. I knew it. I saw it. I had to buy it and uh just look look forward to that.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
0: All right, cool. I can't wait. To be on one, generally tripping, tweaking, weird, acting a fool, blacking out, going off. This is On One Radio. You ready for this? Yes, sir. Are you prepped, prepared? Uh... Um... For the
1: most part, yeah, and I'm I'm gonna be able to go off the cusp on this so much. So I'm just gonna
0: all right. Rant. So, so here's the deal: we're doing music court today. I'm bringing to the table "Ultra Light Beam" by Kanye West. And
1: so, on. so let's say how this got sparked. You just wanted to do a segment, basically saying that "Ultra Light Beam" is the greatest song, Great song in the ever. history of the world.
0: Yeah. So basically. Song dropped, I don't know, what it is it like a year and a half ago. Yeah, probably. I listened you know, I listened to Kanye's album. I watched Chance on SNL, like it was a good song. It was good. Good album, decent, you know, not my favorite Kanye. No call, no, no uh graduation, but you know how yeah. it is. So probably about four weeks ago, for some reason it got stuck in my head again. And I've been listening to it every night before I go to bed. It's like my lullaby. <laughs> so I've, I basically studied this song, and I've decided it is the greatest song of all time.
1: I don't know how you stumbled upon this. It's Probably really- just, just because you are listening to it every night doesn't make it the greatest song in the world, Brett.
0: It does. I've studied it. There's so many parts to it that make it so great. Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, you just you just you start ranting. Okay. Yeah, you okay. just start going, and then I'm going to bring – as soon as you said I was like, okay, okay, okay. It's a good song, but I'm just going to – I can pick like a billion songs to say they're, why they're better. Okay. But going to yours.
0: Okay, perfect. So the very opening of the song, there's this cute little kid, and he's saying, we don't want no devils in the house, God. We want the Lord. It's like the cutest thing I've ever seen. Hurt. <laughs> Right. It's perfect, and uh it just gets into that first chorus great great opening chorus and then I think the best part of the the best part about this song is is Kanye basically produced it like he's barely on it. he has the hook, but he just produced it and like let these artists like do what they do. And so he didn't like interject himself too much in typical Kanye fashion, where he has to like own the song and have like the best verse like Kanye bodies most people on his own songs, yeah like, he has to have the best verse, yeah, but on this song he kind of like took the back seat, and you know it he just basically sang the hook and then let everyone else do what they do um so you know basically it's about his faith in God. You know, the strong parallels, it like basically brings like the life of Pablo um, and like the I'm reading uh, Rap Genius right now, and it says Ultralight Beam is about Kanye's faith in God. This track establishes strong parallels for the life of Pablo with the life of St. Pablo the Apostle. Paul um, was blinded by the light beam from heaven as he was journeying to Damascus to uh persecute christians he remained sightless for 3 days before regaining his sight and dedicating his life to the lord so basically he was on his way to like persecute christians he was blinded by like a light and was sightless and then like changed his life basically mm-hmm. so even if you're not like religious you know i'm not super religious but you know there's always there's been this point in everyone's life where they're like man, like I'm really fucking up right now. Like, yeah. and then you hit like, boom, you see something, you feel something and you decide to live better, whether it's health, whether it's fitness, work habit, you know, ethically, school, whatever it is, you always have like that, like snap into it. And I think for me, it was whenever I was in college, like I didn't really do shit for like the first three years of my college career, education-wise, like, I just skated through as a very average student, like, I went to class when it was, like, just perfect enough to, like, not go outside and, like, chill, but, like, not really, like, cold enough to, like, stay in bed, like, it had to be, like, the perfect storm for me to, like, go to a majority of my classes, yeah, and then something clicked, like, the last year, maybe, where I was, like, oh, shit, like, this is almost over. Like I got to figure it out. And like, it just clicked that like I started studying and like, I turns out like if you study for tests, like you don't get C's, you get like, A's yeah, you B's. do better on them. It's like very, a wild concept if you think about it. <laughs> um, so that was like my like shining light. So like that was my like ultralight beam to like get your shit together and then like go to grad school and like get a job and like get a job. Job in a city where you live, and like, you know, be something of yourself besides like an average student. So the yeah. I think that for me, um, it's kind of like my ultra light beam, not re- necessarily like God, but like, I think you can take more of, you know, the feel. Yeah, um, I get you. And then it gets into uh, Kelly Price and, and the choirs, like part of the song and it's just like so perfectly put together like it's amazing like, just like hear it in my sleep like it like puts me to bed like when i'm laying in bed with my eyes closed i'm like uh this is perfect and then and then boom chance the rapper comes in and i'm gonna spend a majority of my time on this verse because i feel like it's like it drives home like it solidifies it as a number one in my book. Like the, the rest of it is like the icing on the cake. This is like the cake part of it. Um, and there's so many parts of it. I'm going to read a couple of my favorite parts. Okay. Um, the very opening line is when they come for you, I will shield your name. I will feel their questions. I will feel your pain. No one can judge. So like, I don't know why, but every time I like, hear him, like, open it, like, I look forward to it, and it, like, gives me goosebumps. And, like, it's just so powerful of, like, that's, like, the most powerful thing you can say to someone you love. Yeah. And he's talking about his baby, um, which, like, it just means so much to him for him to say that. Like, he talks about his baby so much of, like, protecting his daughter. Um but this is like the, the sacrifice that he's made to like his daughter, like he's, he's going to protect her, field her questions. He's going to feel for her. And I think that part can like be used in, in everyday life. Like I want to live that way when it comes to my friends, my family, my significant other, my eventual kids, if you know, when they come, so like, it's just such a deep part um moving down um where is it uh, um the part about the grammy like i feel like we've come into this like part of hip-hop culture where like people are either like Independent or secret label, and you know you you have to have like a record label to get a Grammy. And it's like he said, let's do a good ass job with Chance Three. I hear you got to sell it to snatch a Grammy. Let's make it so free and the bar so hard there ain't a gosh darn part you can't tweet. I remember whenever like his when Chance Three came out, like I had a string of like five days in a row where I just listened to it and just tweeted. every like it's like chance three was like such a good album that like um just like such a pivotal part of my hip-hop culture that like you know i've been on chance for a long time and it was like the cultivation of like everything he's done and then he said this is my part nobody else speak this is my part nobody else speak this little light of mine glory be to god yeah so basically like you know just that higher power of like whether it's god or or whoever like there's always a reason to do something so that really stuck out to me and then um the very end of his verse like it just changes like it went from like protecting his daughter and you know living for her and doing this and then he gets just, like, a little cocky. He's just, like, I'm the shit. And, like, just, like, ends it with, like, such an exclamation point. When he goes, like, I laugh in my head because I bet my ex looking back like a pillar of salt. <laughs> and he's, like, Ugh. Like, he's just feeling himself. And, like, I don't even really, like, hate my ex all that much. You know, like, you know, I'm fine with her. and But, like. I think everyone has, like, that little part of, like...
1: A little chip on their shoulder? Yeah,
0: it's just, like, blow up a little bit, you know saying? Like, yeah, I bet you know, like, my life's dope now. Like, I bet you shouldn't look, have treated me look that at way. Me look now. at me like, It's just, like, such, <clears throat> like, a ending to a verse that, like, was so, like, humble and stuff, and then you kind of just, like, feel yourself a little bit at the end. Yeah. And then... Uh, Kanye comes back in with his hook Uh, the chorus sings again and then like the cherry on I don't think you put cherry on top of a cake but uh, the candles on top of the cake is they bring the homie Kirk Franklin in (laughs) and he just like destroys this like last verse with like so much soul and it's just like father this prayer is for everyone that feels they're not good enough this prayer for everyone that feels they're too messed up. For everyone that feels they said, I'm sorry, too many times. You can never go too far. You can't come back home again. That's why I need faith, more, safe, war. It's just, like, such a powerful ending. And, like, those last four words, it's just the choir, like, singing them. And, like, it just, like, caps the song off with, like, such a powerful message of, like, you don't, you can mess up. You can fuck up. You can... Do bad things, but you can always like come back from that. You're not set in those ways, yeah. And it's just like a powerful, you know, kickoff to that or ending to that song that is just like amazing. And that <laughs> is also like me. I told you, like, why. I've been like studying this for like a week. No, ahead, I like it, really, it's like. There's not, there's like not more of like a powerful message, a little bit of like swag, Kirk Franklin, there's a choir, Kanye producing it, and that's why for me, currently in my head, it's the best song right now. All right, what do you have to say
1: about that? I will say that was that was great. That's good. That's a good representation. Good lawyering. Uh, good music lowering on your part. Um, but you know, for me, like I just threw this out whenever you texted to it. You said "Ultra Light Beam" is the <clears throat> best song ever. And I was like, ah, oh, I probably name something right off the top of my head, and I went with "Eye of the Tiger." Okay, "Eye of the Tiger," iconic song. So, reasons for I uh "Eye of the Tiger" being Best song ever. One. Best song ever has got to be. It comes on the radio. It comes on in the mall. It comes on wherever. And the foot starts tapping. Oh, man. You know, you hear the Eye of the Tiger song. It comes on and ain't no way your foot is not tapping. You're already grooving. You're feeling it. You're ready for the first line to hit. And it's just like, you know the words and you. You break out. I have the tiger. Check. Ain't no, never been a time in your life where you heard I of the tiger coming on and you weren't stepping and you're about to blare that first lyric out. Uh, two, it's got a, it does have to have some emotional importance, right? It's got to have something to like lift you up. So on the side of like ultra light Beam, great. It's like very religious and uh, uplifting and, Almost emotional and spiritual and all that stuff. But hey, I of the Tiger, we got a little bit of that in there. It's not necessarily religious-like, but it's you're feeling down, you're feeling out. You put that on, and you can defeat Goliath. You can beat anyone. No. Agreed?
0: Yeah, like Ivan Drago.
1: Ivan Drago. I mean... You put you put that's I mean that's got to be one of the most popular songs in NBA arenas, mm-hmm. NFL stadiums, mm-hmm. pregame locker rooms. It's on everybody's iPod.
0: Great party it, song.
1: Great party song. It comes on everybody at the party's yelling and dancing. So like that that's check check three. It is the song in a Rocky montage fighting. Oh man. You watch that prep montage with I the Tiger going on in Rocky. I think it's Rocky Three, And you can do whatever you want. You can build a house. You can lift the house up, throw the house, rebuild it, and destroy it again just for kicks. It is the, like one of the best montages in the history of movies. I think that's all I need to. That's all I need to say to to uh, all right. make it one of the greatest songs of all time.
0: All right, I'm looking it up right now, I'm looking the lyrics up on on Genius. Okay. And
1: I don't even, I don't even need to look them up. Okay.
0: First words: rising up, rising up. All you need yeah. is the first rising yeah, you, up. Hear, I'll, I'll give you that. When you do hear that, it's just like. You just, it's like the ultra light beam, like, boom, you snap into it. Like, yeah, I mean, your you're heart on start it. racing. You're going back into it. Um, Yeah, I mean, it, I there's very, there's similarities in the lyrics. So rising up back on the street, did my time, took my chances, went the yep. distance. Now I'm back on my feet, just a man and his will to survive. So like I think you could, you can break that, like you could take that. And apply it to your life. Like if you're down on your luck, you know you took a couple punches, you got knocked right. down. You know what? We're back. We're back on here. We we're, we're going to survive. We're gonna survive, baby. Um, I mean, and then you know you hit the chorus. I mean, it's it's an all time chorus. Like I'll, I'll give it's, you, all-time. it's an all time chorus. Um, it's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight, rising up the challenge of our rival. Like. it's
1: rising up to the challenge of our rival, man. And the rival can be anything.
0: Yeah. So you can take that and be like, whatever you're conquering that day, again, like whether it's your diet, your fitness, your job, school, whatever, it's like, it just puts you in that mindset. Um, Stay. Uh, Yeah. And then I, I think chorus three, even though it's really short or verse three, I mean, uh it's rising up, straight to the top, had the guts, got the glory, went the mm-hmm. distance. Now I'm not going to stop, just a man and his will to survive. Like it's it kind of takes you on that journey of like
1: mm-hmm. here
0: we go, we we're about to do it. So I hey. Uh I think there's there's two very good songs. Those are two um, good songs. I see a majority of your points. I get it. Uh, yeah. It's a very good song. I,
1: I mean, I, like, the, it's, it's
0: hard to, I mean, it's like hard to like discredit a song. Like I have the tiger. Um,
1: we need to, we need to get a third party judge and they're the judge. So we need to have a gavel.
0: We need a gavel.
1: You we need a gavel. Out.
0: Well, we can, uh, all right, we'll put it out on Twitter. We'll put a poll out. Um, okay. We need it we need our our listeners to be the judge. Uh so we'll put it out on Twitter. What song is the best song? Is it Eye of the Tiger? It gets you in the mood, gets your heart racing, it's a great party song. As soon as you hear that that opening line, rising up, back yep. on the street, did my time, took my chance, like boom, you're you snapped into it. Know it. Or is it ultralight beam? When you hear that little kid saying, "We don't want the devil," it gets it's you right short. into it. And then when we get into that chance, that chance verse, and it gets to the end, and you're sitting there and you're you're vibing out, and it's like, "I bet my ex like a pillar of salt." <laughs> uh, uh. uh. So, all right, Salty. we'll put it on Twitter. Let's see what see what you guys think. I like it. It was very good. They For now, first we'll go ahead and say court. I won. But well, okay. <laughs> um, First episode of Music Chord in the books. Uh, yeah. Good job. I like it. All right. Uh, next segment, Mock Draft Season. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, following around Twitter ton of football talk going on right now. A lot of football talk. A lot talk. of football talk. Uh, I've seen a lot of mock drafts. It's hot in the streets. Uh, mock
1: drafts are in right now.
0: You know, everyone's, every week If Philly comes out, it's like, well, <laughs> week eight, you know, we, uh, things have changed, you know, now they need a quarterback. So Sam Donald, Josh Rosen is number one. Yeah. Well, you know what? We don't do things like that.
1: No, those are for the average nerds. We do things the cool way the
0: cool way so we're gonna do uh our top ten, so we're gonna draft for the top ten currently n f l teams from one to ten um based on needs based on fit based on fit we're not using based parts. on
1: based on previous picks by these franchises previous picks
0: okay. But we're not going to use college players. No, we're not
1: using college players. That's dumb. Why would they draft a college player? Mm. Stupid.
0: That's why they're failing. That's why they're drafting at the top. They're not thinking outside the box.
1: Not thinking outside the box.
0: Landon, you want to tell them the pool that we're drafting from? Uh, The
1: pool of players um, that we're drafting from is from the Fast and the Furious movie franchise. So these teams can draft any player – or any character from any of the – how many movies are there? Eight now? Mm -hmm. Eight or nine? Uh, Fast and the Furious movies.
0: Perfect. So we're going to go in reverse order from 10 to 1. We're going to alternate picks. Okay. Um, And I went to ESPN.com, the worldwide leader in sports. Yep. And I clicked standings in the NFL. And then I picked the 10 teams with the worst schedule. And so drafting at number 10, we have the Houston Texans. Do you want to take it away? Who's your first pick who's your, who's your pick for the Houston Texans?
1: Uh, so at 10, uh, you know we, we've lost a lot of good players at 10. So they're drafting, you know, not they're looking for uh, potential out of this tenth pick, uh, talent, but potential. And I think they're going to go with Vince from the first few, uh, few movies. Yes. What?
0: (laughs) All right. Did you put positions with everyone? Um, for the most part. Yeah, I did. All right. So what do you have Vince as Vince? I'm thinking
1: he's taking over Brian. Uh, you know, Brian Cushing is, uh, on steroids again. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Shocker. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Vince is on steroids as well.
0: Yeah, but he's not in the program right now, so
1: yeah, he's not in the program, so he's not getting tested. Um, so I got Vince filling a linebacker role. We know Houston, they like defense. Vince is a fisticuffs guy. He's going hand to hand combat with you. Um I'm going I'm taking Vince, tenth round, going to Houston, mock draft, chalk it up.
0: All right. So I also have Vince uh, Did you going really? to the Houston Texans. Um, <laughs> So Vince, big dude, tall dude. Yeah. Two way player in college. Freak athlete. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. So, He's a
1: Joel Landing type.
0: Yeah, so freak athlete. So, you know, when I was when I was uh you know scouting the Houston Texans, I'm thinking, all right, what do you have? You have a young quarterback who has a very bright future. Yeah. You have a young running back in Deontay Foreman, very good at Texas. We haven't seen it great this year, but you know, rookie, whatever, he'll be fine. They got two great wide receivers. They already have Watt coming back. They have Clowney. They have a great defense. So yep. what So what does a young quarterback need? He needs a security uh, blanket. Are we throwing him in at tight end? We're throwing him at tight end. Oh. So I got a pass catching tight end. The cut of Travis Kelsey. Over the middle, he can go deep. You no, know, he can run okay. the seam route. But he's a security blanket for Deshaun, who likes to get out on the edge a little bit.
1: Hey, he's a little feisty. He's got that tight end attitude. He's has yeah, like, a mean streak, hey, you know. Ain't hey, taking no shit. Like
0: he, like he played, he like played college football, like Iowa, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, for li- fun. Yeah.
1: Not for yeah. livelihood. For fun.
0: he like he didn't even want to go to school. He just like yeah, I he just, want to play football.
1: Coach made him take a scholarship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. So, number nine,
1: the Cincinnati number nine. Bengals. Okay, so the <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals.
0: I have a pretty out there pick for this one. Just so do I. <laughs> if you say who it is. Uh
1: this one, I believe he's just in the very first movie. Okay. But I'm go I'm going with Jesse. Jesse? Okay. The tweaker. Yeah. <laughs> the car mechanic who Yeah. He uh he just seems like a Bengals player to me. He's a guy who uh makes bad decisions. <laughs> I think he, he raced that car for pink slips and lost and took off jetted and now he's Gets Dom and everybody in trouble. Yep, that's just the player that the Bengals are going to get. Like they don't really know what they're doing. They don't know what they're drafting. The last good draft pick they've had is AJ Green. I can't name another good draft pick. I mean Joe Mixon might turn out to be a decent running back, but I don't know because no one else on the team is any good. They just—it's just a classic. There's their scouts aren't very good in Cincinnati, and they—they uh, they botched this one.
0: It's rough. it's rough. Rough for the Bengals. All right. So for the Bengals, here's what I'm thinking. They got AJ. They got Joe Mixon. They got jo, uh, Jeremy. They got um. Oh, what's other little running back? Geo. Geo. They got Geo. Jeremy. Joe. They got AJ. They seem to be uh, sticking with the rifle.
1: Yep. So he's it. still
0: gonna be there. <clears throat> So, I'm going to get him a little help in the slot. Okay. So, I'm taking uh Letty Ortiz, slot wide receiver. She's Ooh, okay. feisty, she's yeah. quick. Yeah. She's small. You know, she can break in and out of cuts. Uh she's going to be she's going to terrorize middle linebackers. Like, Ooh, put a in a linebacker on her, she she's going to lose him. And anyway, <laughs> She's also a little mean. She's got, like, a little mean streak to her. Like, yeah, she, she does. plays with the boys. She plays rough. Um, so, I got Letty Ortiz going to...
1: Who do you uh, compare to in the NFL right now?
0: Uh, Right, like, Cole Beasley.
1: Oh, Cole Beasley
0: like type. A Cole Beasley. Um, Julian I like, Edelman? Like a, like a Tyler Lockett, maybe. Like, a little slot. You know, he can go over the middle. He's quick. Um, return okay. punts. Uh Little mean streak to him. Okay. I like it. All right. The number eight, the Chicago <clears throat> Bears.
1: At eight, the steal of the draft. We got Ludacris going at eight.
0: No, you don't. Yes.
1: Luda going Teej. eight. Uh to Chicago.
0: Tiege Parker.
1: Tiege. And uh He's going to he's going to change the system there in Chicago. He's going to be a big time wide receiver. They got Mitch Trubisky. They got a couple good running backs in Cohen and Jordan Howard. They got no wide receivers. They need Luda to fill up the stat sheet. And I got him projecting him as like a golden tape type wide receiver getting around 1000 yards, six touchdowns a year uh, for a long time. Yeah. He's just gonna be a steady, almost all pro wide receiver for years to come. Good pick, Chicago.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. Um I also have T Parker going to You're uh, kidding me. Um, going to Chicago, get a little help from old Mitchell Trubisky. I see him as like uh like a Randy Moss cut. Ooh. Tall, lanky, he's fast, athletic, he's gonna take the top off. Uh, you're going to have Cohen and uh, Howard out of the backfield. So you need someone to open up some space for them. I got Teej Parker going eight to the Chicago Bears. Big time. All right.
1: Man, we've hit two out of three. That's crazy.
0: I know. <laughs> we did not. We did not share notes beforehand, guys. Did not. All right. Number seven, the Los Angeles Chargers. Who you got?
1: This is um, – I like this one. L.A. is taking Giselle. Who is Gal Gadot? Gadot is yep, that her? How yep. do you say her last Gal. name?
0: Gal Gadot. So
1: what? What L.A. needs? They need a face. Ooh. They need a beautiful face. Yep. They need Gal.
0: They need Hollywood face.
1: And guess what? Gal is also a quarterback. Okay. Giselle is a quarterback, and she's one, one in the movies. She's cool as hell. Yep. She's hot. She's fierce. She's got a nice attitude. Everybody rallies around her. Nobody's ever like, oh, blow this girl off. Like, oh, she's a girl. She doesn't know what she's doing. No. People respect her. She's going to be a great leader. Phillip Rivers is going to get traded or retire in the next two years. And Giselle's taking over, boys. Face of L.A. She's going to be on every billboard. And the future is now. Trap, Giselle.
0: I'm with you there. Um, I have the Chargers also taking quarterback. Um as a developmental player sitting Ooh. behind Phillip Rivers. Uh I have them taking Han Lu. Han <laughs> Lu. <laughs> so we got Han Lu. He's uh he's a he's a he's a tall quarterback. He's strong in the pocket. Um he's a little street smart. He's a, he's a street tough. He's a little different cut than uh than what they have in Phillip Rivers, but maybe that Philip Rivers uh the family man got the wife, got the kids. Maybe that's not working for them, you know? Okay. Uh, they've had a couple rough seasons. Phillips, Look, Phillip's a great quarterback, but I think uh, Han comes in, a little swagger, a little attitude, a little street tough. He's going to get okay. out. He's going to scramble. He's going to make plays.
1: I see nothing wrong with that. That makes sense to me.
0: Perfect. Let's go. Big-time big picks for LA. Big-time pick for the LA Chargers. Ste- I, hey, honestly, I'm going to stay. It's a steal at seven. Um, okay. I thought someone would take him at six. My next pick. Um, they went a different route. We got the Denver Broncos, and they're taking Sean Boswell. Sean Bos. So. Uh, Dang. Sean Boswell from uh, Tokyo Drift. Yep. Uh, He's in like
1: six or seven too, isn't he?
0: Uh, yeah. He. Well. Uh, yeah. The He's one in where, like
1: one of them, right?
0: Yeah, it's a flashback whenever they're looking yeah. for uh um from De- for Deckard. That's right. Um so I'm taking Sean Boswell from Tokyo Drift. He's a quarterback from Texas. He's uh he's a strong kid. Uh he might have been in Friday Night Lights, the movie as the quarterback. Who knows? Who knows? knows? And that's a great movie. Also, so I got the Denver Broncos. Taking Sean Boswell as the surprise quarterback pick.
1: I like it. Okay. Um Denver, for me, no way they uh draft a comprehensible offensive player. So I think they go stick to what they know. They're going to stick to defense, and they're going to draft Letty. And they're going to take Letty, and she's going to be the most shut down cornerback you've ever seen in the league opposite of Keep Talib. Letty is fierce. She's going to get up on your face. She's going to guard Julio Jones. Janet she's going to guard God. Antonio Brown. She's going to guard – she's she's going to be like, hey, coach, I don't care. Put me on Rob Gronkowski, and she's going to shut him down. Hey.
0: Swap- That's what Letty Ooh. does.
1: Broncos no defense, and they won't let Letty get past them.
0: Perfect. Got him. All right. Got him. Number five, the Indianapolis Colts. Who you got?
1: This one was hard for me. Indy um, needs a lot of things right now, which is why I had him go with Deckard Shaw.
0: Whoa. Deckard Shaw, going old, the
1: board. Going old Jason Statham. Um, let's be honest with ourselves. He's an assassin. He's a mercenary. He's a killer. They need something on that squad with some life. So they're going to put him at linebacker. They're going to put him at D tackle. They're going to put him at defensive end. He's going to be running a three, four defense. He's going to be playing all of them. He's going to be rushing the passer. Um, this guy's crazy and they need a little crazy on that team because the only other crazy person is the owner. And that's just because he gets drunk and does cocaine. They need a little crazy on the
0: field. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Huh. Quotes. Solid pick. Uh, so, again, the Colts, they need a lot of things. They need a lot of help. Um, we don't know about Andrew Luck. We know Jacoby Brissett is good.
1: Yeah, How he's okay. good?
0: We'll find out. They still have T.Y. on the edge. Um, they got Moncrief. Uh, they got some a couple weapons. Um, but what they don't do is they don't have someone to take the pressure off the quarterback. Whether it's Andrew, um, whether it's uh, Jacoby, they don't have someone that the defense has to worry about. So I have them taking Roman Pierce running back. Roman Pierce running back. He's fast. He's athletic. He's got the swagger of a running back. He's gonna he's gonna take the hits. He's gonna deliver the hits. He's gonna take some pressure off of Luck or Jacoby. Um he's a freaking space. And uh I think Roman will do a lot of help for this colts defense with frank Gore aging i like it
1: big time playmakers make big time plays
0: all right all right number four we're getting into uh the top four picks we got number four we got the tampa bay buccaneers tell me tell me what you got
1: man who who would have thought the tampa bay bucks would be in a top four of mock drafts right now i mean after, i don't think a lot of people
0: thought after, that uh hard knocks i thought they were going 16 and 0
1: yeah, I'm surprised they're not 16-0, let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, Tampa Bay, um, I have them taking Roman as well. Well, not as well, but Roman. and um, But he's going to be playing safety for them. Cool. They've got a terrible defense. Just god-awful defense. they got Jerry McCoy on defensive tackle. And that's about all they got. So I'm going to give him a little help in the secondary. Roman, like you said, he hits... He's fast. He's aggressive. He ain't taking no lip from nobody. And he's going to be a playmaker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: All right. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I agree with you. They have a great offense when they when they click. When Jameis is healthy. They need a little help in the run game. But currently on the board, they got to take best player available. Guy. Okay. I got him taking Luke Hobbs. Luke? Defensive end, edge rusher. You pair that freak of nature, that athletic freak, you pair him next to Gerald McCoy, you're getting sacks on the quarterback, you're putting pressure and you're gonna take a little um pressure off of your secondary. Um you don't have to cover for as long when you got Hobbs coming off the edge, screaming at you. Yeah um and, and head hunting your quarterback. So uh I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Luke Hobbs, edge rusher.
1: Rumors he has a little bit of football experience. I don't know
0: his previous football experience at the U. At the U. All right, it's a good pick. Tampa or not Tampa Bay, the New York Football Giants. Surprise team to giants. be in the top three. What do yep. they
1: need? I've got the New York Giants taking Hobbs. Ooh. They're going to take Luke, Luke Hobbs, but they're going to put him. On the offensive line. Because their offensive line is struggling. Giving up mighty, mighty sacks. Luke Hobbs, That man, you can't move that guy. The guy's a brick wall. He's massive. He's strong. He's got a mean streak. He's going to block for the non-existent run game that the Giants have. And he's going to give some pass protection to old, 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 decaying Eli. Until they get a new quarterback. Hobbs. Off the board. Giants.
0: Funny that you said old, old, decaying quarterback, Eli Manning. Yep. I I have the New York football giants taking Brian O'Connor quarterback. (laughs) Look, he's a leader. Yeah. He's not the biggest. He's not the strongest, but he's a leader. He's going to bring the team together. He's going to control the locker room. He's going to make plays. All Brian O'Connor does is make plays after play after play. To me, he's a Russell Wilson type. Okay. So, strong leader, athletic, can move around in the pocket, You can throw on the run. I got Brian O'Connor going to the New York Football Giants.
1: Big pick there. I would agree with you. Besides, at number two, I've got Cleveland taking Brian O'Connor. Quarterback. Because the Cleveland Browns can't get enough quarterbacks. They love drafting quarterbacks. Brian O'Connor, I personally wouldn't draft him at number two for the Browns. But, because I see I see a lot of injury concerns. He's, he reminds me of a Sam Bradford type. Going to put up a lot of numbers. Uh, good guy. Athletic. I just don't trust his knees.
0: Can't stay on the field.
1: Can't stay on the field. I, I, I don't... He's got too many injury concerns. Uh I think his head is elsewhere too. I think his head is in like he's focusing on girls more than he's focusing on the game. So I don't think he has his priorities straight, number one. Um but yeah, O'Connor off the board. Number two, Cleveland.
0: So that's a logical pick. You're Cleveland, you take a quarterback. The last couple of years they've been not taking the court like they missed out on Carson Wentz. They traded out of that pick for some reason. Yep. Last year they had the tenth pick. You know who went tenth? Deshaun Watson. Correct. So I figure that they're gonna mess that up and they're taking Deckard Shaw, linebacker. They're linebacker with Miles, Emmanuel, that defensive Good. line. They need a linebacker. They're taking hot headed Decker Shaw out of Ohio State. Oh, yeah. So another middle linebacker out of Ohio State coming to the board. A lot of pressure on him. He's a bit of a hothead. Um, not yep. great Not great in groups. He's more of a lone wolf. Um, but he's fast, athletic, he's aggressive. If you can harness his traits in a positive way and get the right culture around him, I think he's a good pick for the Cleveland Browns.
1: Okay. I respect that pick. Good pick. I could. Guess... I
0: just, uh, Browns
1: can't pass up on him. I just don't think Browns pass up on O'Connor. You think that? I mean, like you said, they, they passed up on two big Now they're going to get him.
0: All right. So All right. that means. I think we know
1: who's going number
0: one for both of us. Either that or you have a wildly ridiculous number <laughs> one pick. I hope you don't. Um, no. San Francisco. Uh, I'll be interested to see. As a GM, where you place him on your football team, San Francisco 49ers, go.
1: Okay, so uh, San Francisco, they're taking the, the Heisman hopeful. They're taking the, the guy who's putting up all the stats, the guy with flash, the guy with charisma, with character, with muscles. They're taking that guy. San Fran needs, needs that person in their locker room right now. So they're taking Dominic Toretto. And uh, I don't really know where they're going to play him. He's a jack of all trades. I really don't know where they're going to play him. He can play running back. I'm, I know he can play running back, he could be, be a linebacker. They could even throw him in the te- Tebow role and just be a smash mouth quarterback and uh, throw play action when necessary. Um, but he's a game changer. If he works on his throwing motion a little bit, his mechanics are a little off. Yeah. Even though he is a mechanic. He should be able to fix that. I think, mechanically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh or they can throw him on a, yeah, on the defense side of the ball, put him at linebacker, put him at a DN. Um he's a big time player. They're gonna find a spot for him. There he's good home in San Fran. I think he'll love San Fran. The weather's nice there. Uh, Toretto San Fran Big time pickup
0: Yeah I think We had a consensus Number one uh, I also have Don Toretto I'm putting him At running back I'm making him Look they just Traded a lot For Jimmy G Yep Get the face Of their franchise At quarterback They got some Wide receivers Do Where, they I mean ish. Pierre, Pierre Garçon yeah. Yeah. Got A couple guys Marquise Goodwin Whatever They got. But some they got, got Carlos Hyde At running back He's He's taken too much of a beating in these last four years of just them running him into the ground. You need someone fresh. You need someone to take um, that big play ability. You put Dom in the backfield. He's going to protect your quarterback. He's going to run hard. He's going to be smash-mouth football. Let's okay. go, Dom Toretto, running back, San Francisco 49ers. Let's get it.
1: I like it. <clears throat> That's a pretty solid.
0: Those are two pretty
1: uh, similar mock drafts.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know wild move with uh Jesse going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um I don't know what they were thinking there. But I don't know what they're um, thinking here. You know, makes sense. Um I have Han Lu as a steal of the of the top ten. It's a wiry quarterback. Can't miss out on those. Again, the Browns miss out on Brian O'Connor, Sean Boswell, and Han Lu. Um three quarterbacks in the top ten. They didn't Browns, take one for you. What are you doing? I don't I know, know But still, you need a quarterback because what you have right now is not cutting it. Huh. I like them. All right. So that's been uh, mock draft season.
1: Mock draft season, baby. All right.
0: So we're, oh, uh, yeah.
1: And then this is, uh, you know, just a freestyle topic we wanted to go off on. Because I was having this debate with people the other day. <clears throat> and we're going to go back to our uh, top five segment that we did last week. We did, um, uh, what was it, fictional serial killers or fictional villains? Villains, yeah. Um, that went over well. So we're going to do a top five. And the top five this week is fast food sauces. All the sauce, 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 all the sauces. So, um, let's go from let's go from five to one. Okay, start us off, Brett. Start
0: us off. All right, just you know, first of all,
1: also, are we know these are our per- personal top five favorite sauces. Correct, our
0: personal top five. When you go, this is what you get. Um, yeah. I also have two overrated sauces. Uh, we can do those at the end. But okay. number five in my sauce list, Arby's sauce. Good so, sauce. So Arby's sauce is something that I didn't like for a long time. And I don't know why. I think it's just – if I tell you I ha- you, it's like uh, bread sauce, you're going to be like, the fuck is that? I'm not I'm not eating that. <laughs> Arby's sauce. It has no – no name, like, what is it? If I'd say, hey, what's Arby sauce? You're like, there's no descriptor. Don't know. But, but, you get the roast beef with cheddar, <laughs> and they put the Arby sauce on the roast beef with cheddar, and it mixes with that cheddar, and beautiful. Arby sauce, my number five. What okay.
1: Um My number five is... Spicy ketchup from Whataburger. Spicy ketchup from Whataburger, such a great change of pace. You uh, you go to other restaurants with fries, you can get the ketchup or whatever you want to put your fries with. But the spicy ketchup, just a nice change of pace, give you a little smoke, a little spice to it. And the fries are small, so you get a good amount of sauce to fry ratio every time you go there and dip them in the spicy ketchup. It's just a great feeling when I get some spicy ketchup on my Whataburger fries. So spicy ketchup coming in at five from Whataburger.
0: That's that's surprising for me. I figured it would be a lot higher than number five for you.
1: Nope, number five.
0: All right. Number four, I have Bold Barbecue Sauce from Popeye's Chicken.
1: Ooh, good one. So
0: you cruise through there. You get the chicken tender box. It comes with the Cajun mashed potatoes. You get a biscuit. I always add in the fries on the top. Mmm. Add it side, You get the sweet tea with the five uh, tenders. Then you say all bold barbecue sauce. <laughs> and then you dunk everything in it. And it's fantastic. It's got a little kick. But you already get the spice from the chicken, yep. mashed potatoes, and the Cajun fries. So you don't want something too spicy, so you get the bold barbecue sauce, and it is amazing.
1: Good pick, good pick. Um, for four, for me, I didn't know which one to go with just because I like all, most of them anywhere I go. But honey mustard is a must sauce for me. And so I'm going with the same restaurant, the Mardi Gras mustard at uh, Popeye's. Fantastic. Little sweet, a little, little spicy. Get the uh it's just a good mix with the chicken tenders. Woo boy. And it's really good with the biscuit too. So dip that biscuit in honey mustard and you'll feel real naughty. A
0: little naughty.
1: Basically right. any honey mustard at four, but specifically. Specifically Mardi, Mardi Gras mustard Popeyes.
0: Perfect. Um, all right. Number three for me, um, is is ketchup from McDonald's? So what? Yeah, I don't know the what it packets? is. Not the packets. No, that's my caveat. When you go inside at McDonald's and you pump it and the from the pump, pump, yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's the combination of ketchup fries, but <laughs> the ketchup from McDonald's when you pump it, uh, pro move here, they give you the little cup. Yeah, you can't dip fries in that thing. You go over to the drink thing. You get two lids. You take it over to the pump. Boom, boom, boom. You got a whole tray of ketchup. Boy, drink it. I'll drink McDonald's ketchup. McDonald's ketchup is my number three. It's amazing. I need
1: a scientist on retainer for this podcast so they can tell me whether this is bullshit or not. That ketchup has got to be the exact same ketchup at every fast food restaurant with the – Pump lever. Nope.
0: It does not, it is not taste as this. good. It does not taste as you. good. Uh, McDonald's ketchup from the pump. You pump it into two lids so it doesn't spill through <laughs> the middle. You put it on your tray. You dunk your fries. Let's get it.
1: <sighs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Number three for me is what you've already said, RB sauce. I love Arby's sauce. I, if I go to Arby's and someone else doesn't get Arby's sauce, I get angry. It's like, how do you not put Arby's sauce on your, on your fries? How do you not use the Arby's sauce with the roast beef? I, I, I can't comprehend when someone doesn't get Arby's sauce at Arby's. That's like the only reason I go. I just get, I want a number Arby's sauce. I just want, I just want a bucket of Arby's sauce and give me a couple fries. But Arby's, the only the only real reason that I can't put Arby's sauce higher is there's not a – it doesn't go with everything. I, I'm not going to dunk chicken nuggets in Arby's sauce, right?
0: No, but you know what you are going to dunk in Arby's sauce? What? Curly fries.
1: Exactly. That's all that matters. It is. That's all that matters. So Arby's sauce, three for me.
0: Cool. All right. Number two. We're going back to McDonald's, baby. and We're getting <laughs> sweet and sour sauce. One, you can dip it in your cheeseburgers. Kind of weird. Amazing. It's a little weird. Two, chicken nuggets. You're dunking them straight in there. Boom. Yep. I'll dunk. I'll cover a whole chicken nugget in that stuff. Three, you're dipping your fries in it. Sweet and sour sauce. McDonald's number two.
1: Damn. How much sauce do you get at McDonald's when you go?
0: Dude, you should. I have, I have like a pile <laughs> of sweet and sour and like a a lid tray of ketchup.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we? Uh, what is it? Two for me. Two. Two for me is. I. I really think that my two is gonna be ones that you think's overrated.
0: Oh, let's go. I've got, got a real good feeling about it. Let's go. But
1: number two for me, Chick Fil A sauce. No. That's not going to be your overrated ones? No. Nah. Whew, thank God. I would be real mad at you if that was one of your overrateds.
0: No, nah, I mean, my overrated is going to piss people off, but I'm here for it. Okay. Um, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A would have sauce. pissed people off if that was my overrated first. Oh, time. yeah, I know, for sure. I think I might have Chick- killed. What? I think I might get killed if I said that. No,
1: yeah, podcast would be shut down. I don't think iTunes would let us pod anymore. Chick-fil-A sauce is just it's just good. It's smooth. It's... It's got, like, a light kick, but it's creamy. and Oh, man. You throw your nugs in there. You dip your chicken sandwich in there. You pair it with the spicy chicken sandwich and dip it in there. Waffle fries. Buckets, buckets, buckets. Oh, Chick-fil-A all day, baby. Let's get crazy.
0: Very, very solid. Number two, I think it's a little – Low, I have Chick-fil-A sauce. Number one, on the big board, book it. Nice. Chick-fil-A sauce, one, goes with your chicken sandwich. Two, it goes for with your chicken nuggets that you order on the side so you can eat half of them then and half of them in the morning. Ooh. Two, that's that. Three, it makes Chick-fil-A fries bearable because Chick-fil-A fries are trash oh wow you don't like waffle fries they're bad i love waffle fries chick-fil-a mm. fries are bad it does not complement the meal i dunk them i use them as a spoon to eat chick-fil-a sauce
1: <laughs> oh wow
0: i've never I, mean? I don't
1: think i've ever heard someone say that they don't like the fries i won't say that i like love the fries or i like, think they're like the best fries but I, look i don't think i've ever heard anybody say they don't like them
0: they're the worst fries of the top five for me out of my top five sauces, Arby's, curly fries, way better. Popeye's, Cajun fries, way better. McDonald's yeah. fries are the goat fries, way better. <laughs> McDonald's on there twice, so they get two votes. Chick-fil-A <laughs> Don't vote a waffle both. fries, bad, not good. Okay. I use them as a spoon to eat more Chick-fil-A sauce. What about, on,
1: what about what all my Whataburger
0: fries? What a burger fries. Way better than waffle fries. Okay. Um, you want to know a pro move? Yeah, pro move me. You go to Postmates app. Yep. You order Chick-fil-A. Yep. There's a sauce option. You can order a bucket of Chick-fil-A sauce. I swear to God, I did it on Saturday. That's what I ate (laughs) down the OSU game. I was confused because there wasn't a place for me.
1: What's a bucket? What does a bucket consist of? How big is this bucket?
0: I'll I'll tweet it out. I took a picture of it. It's it's this big.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: It's like this big. It's $2.48. That's free. $2? That's it? Yeah. So I got confused on the Postmates app. It didn't give me – typical order, Chick-fil-A sandwich, no pickles, 12 count nug fries wouldn't let me order chick-fil-a sauce i'm thinking that's weird yeah go to so i'm clicking around on postmates i was gonna leave a comment like make sure you get fuck ton chick-fil-a sauce (laughs) so i see one thing that says chick-fil-a sauce so i click it i didn't think about it check out and then i'm looking at the thing it's like two dollars 48 cents and i'm like that better be like five packets worth of no man, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a bucket baby, it's still in my fridge. I'm gonna eat that for days. <laughs> Dang, that's awesome. I'll tweet a picture out in a little bit. That's number sick. one, Chick Fil A sauce. You can't beat it. You can drink it. Let's go. What do you got? I'm already kind of upset that you got a different number one. That's okay. I'll let you live. It's probably gonna be some bullshit.
1: No, my number one's good, dude. Number one sauce. Cane's sauce. Cane's. Oh, that's his, that's his overrated one. Oh, that's bogus. Cane sauce is fire. It is deliciously smooth with a shit ton of pepper in there with some spice. Holy cow. I will eat every piece of chicken in the world in cane sauce and Chick-fil-A sauce side by side. That's the reason they're both two chicken places. Chicken needs to be dunked and stuff. Cane sauce, fire emoji, all the way, one hundred. Let's go. Your opinion about cane sauce is trash. <laughs>
0: uh, whenever I texted you last night, and tell I was me sad. how cane sauce is overrated. It's, bad. it's is not cool. good. It doesn't make the You're chicken better. It does not make the chicken better. It's You're a bad. Liar. It's like bland. It's like oh, they oh have such God. good chicken. Like they have great chicken. I'll what a, what I'll what go on the record. The I'll street. go on the record and say that Kane's chicken is, it might be better than Chick Fil A chicken. Yeah, it's delicious. Like you get a Kanyeg combo, you get that yeah. slaw right the fuck out of here, and you add another piece <laughs> of toast. Yep. Hey, another thing, Kane's fries better than Chick Fil A waffle fries.
1: Got yeah, yeah. I'm fine with
0: that. And then, <laughs> then. You get the cane sauce and it's just like, uh. Yeah. You, like, yeah, I, I don't dunk it and go. It's just like, it's just like, just not great sauce.
1: I want to strangle it's, you. This is
0: not a great sauce. Yes, it's a bad it is. Sauce, a cane sauce. Get the fuck out of here with cane sauce. It's delicious. It's bad. Ah! I'll say it's bad. In fact, it's not good. It's bad. It's a bad sauce. I'm pissed. Um,. Alright, what's your other one? You had another one. I have one, didn't another you? one. And I'm kinda of surprised it didn't make your top five.
1: Oh, are you saying I have a bad sauce list?
0: No, I I think you had Ass. a very good sauce list. I had a, a bad opinion of you as a saucer saucer. Uh, just ranch. Saucer. Ranch. Ranch is uh, just ra- a bad sauce. Oh uh, yeah, here. Ranch is good. Ba- ranch is bad for everything. It's not good on pizza. It's not good on chicken. It's not good on salads because salads are trash. What else do I need to slander to get you to realize that ranch is just not good?
1: Man, I used to get pizza pockets and i dip. That's the worst thing you could do to a pizza no, pocket. I'm going to end this podcast. Pizza pizza pocket. No, I'm
0: going to end this podcast if oh. you dip in pizza pocket. What's wrong with the pizza pocket? It's already good. You're I know, and it. ranch is good. You put two good things together, you no, get good good. No, you dunk it in a, a cold is basically. Oh my god, ranch is you're, bad. An idiot. you're an idiot. If I ever see you try to dip a pizza pocket in ranch in my presence I'm gonna slap it out of your hands and that's no lie that's a promise how do you bad. not so do you, you ranch, don't like ranch right no i don't eat ranch on anything i don't eat it on pizza cuz that's dumb pizza's already good you don't need a sauce you have marinara that's what is on pizza i'd rather dip chicken and ketchup than ranch easy
1: I'm sick of you.
0: Salad is bad. Salad's not good. You dunk ranch don't, on that, I don't, I don't makes it even worse. Get salad out of here. What else do people eat ranch on? Pizza. Everything. Pizza rolls. If you eat pizza rolls with ranch, you're a psychopath. No. Uh, um. What else? Cool ranch. you like... Those are trash. What? That's a lie. You made that up. Cool Ranch Dorito Locos are trash. I'm sick of you.
1: Or are losing so many followers because of you. And your bad ranch takes.
0: Uh, ranch your ranch so cool rants. For. Ranch is bad. Ranch is, in fact, not good. And ranch, get the fuck out from my podcast.
1: Whatever. Is that all we got on the docket tonight? Because I am fuming.
0: Do you have any overrated sauces? Are you just going to... You want me
1: to take that um, for you? Overrated sauces. The
0: slander some sauces. What else is bad? I
1: like, don't uh, like...
0: Marinara from Sonic is bad?
1: Oh, I don't really like... I don't like any uh, Sonic sauces. Including... All ranch. Sonic sauces bad. Their ranch, their barbecue, their honey mustard, their marinara. Trash, 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 trash. Yeah,
0: Sonic is a trash sauce company. Get them the fuck out of here.
1: Great! I like the rest of this shit. I love onion rings. Give me a ooh! Give me some onion rings from Sonic. Oh boy. Um, other. Right, a lot of people like Polynesian sauce from Chick Fil A, and I don't it's play fun. that game. I don't it's play funny. that game.
0: Like, I think maybe if Paul, if Chick Fil A sauce wasn't invented, then, then like, maybe Polynesian would be like a like a final. Like, oh huh, Chick Fil A. Polynesian sauce is the cane sauce of Chick Fil A. Shut
1: up! Oh my god.
0: Like it's fine. Like if it's there and I have chicken, I'll eat it. Fine. But it's no, it's no top five, and it's not even cane sauce isn't in the top twenty of sauces. I'll eat ranch before I eat cane sauce. (laughs) No, you won't.
1: (laughs) You're a liar. Cane sauce is freaking good. Um, I can't think of any other sauces I don't like. Ooh. They're just sauces I don't get.
0: Yeah. You know what I kind of like? Um, what? You go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you get like some wedges. And yeah. then you ask for some of their, uh, Buffalo Wild, like their, their wing sauces for your dipping. It's pretty oh, good. Nice. Like a teriyaki on a, on a wedge or like their Buffalo sauce, whatever. Yeah, that'd be pretty solid. Our... What else? mm I think I'm done slandering sauces uh, for today.
1: Yeah, you've done enough slandering. Jeez.
0: I don't apologize about it.
1: I know you're not, and you need to. You owe the sauce world many, many apologies.
0: Fuck the sauce world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's everything that we have for episode two of On One Radio. yup um we are very close to being on itunes so uh make sure when that comes up you subscribe leave us a bad bad review or a good review whichever you feel thoughts Uh, concerns questions uh sorry but not sorry about slandering ranch if that turns you off from the podcast i don't really apologize um (laughs) I think that's all we have. you have one last word for him?
1: One last word. Um, I have one last thought. Do you think that the judges in the court system each have like Ezekiel Elliott in their fantasy team and they're like, no, you're not going to play this week? And the other dude's like, Oh, I got him. Yeah, you're playing this week, and it, like it just keeps going back and forth between the judges on their fantasy teams.
0: Ooh, that's good. Or like, what if they play daily fantasy, and so they're like, you're out, but they secretly pick him anyways because yeah, they pick him and they overrule oh, it later. And everyone forgets to like turn their things back in like Sunday morning at like whatever time you watch football. I watch it at ten. You watch it at noon. East Coast people watch it at one, which is lame. Um, yeah, dude, that's a good thought. I, mean,
1: I think I think they're running a scheme on us. Scheme. Or maybe they're betting on Dallas whenever
0: Zeke gets ruled oh, out. Oh, so they they're changing him out. spreads, they dude. Them out. It's like, oh, Atlanta minus three now. Ooh. ooh, And then they put a f- couple units down. Goes up down. to even. Yeah. They put a couple units down, and then they're like, Zeke's back, but they already got the bet in. Get We're on there, to baby. you. We're on to oh, yeah. the justice system. I've got We're you, gonna take suckers. you suckers. <laughs> I'm <take> you down. <sighs> yeah, that's my final thought. Cool. Uh one last thing. Next week next weekend we will both be in Oklahoma City, so we're gonna to try to uh record together live in the same room for the first time. Um and uh should be good.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Deuces on one out
0: on One Out.
1: Yeah.
0: Noble Savage, Ronnie Harris, JV, yeah. Yeah. tell me where we oh. from. No matter where I'm but I love where I'm at. We full place in the middle of the map. Then I had a girl, so I had to come back. my City on the east where I'm at. Where I'm at, where I'm at, just trying to get it in. Okay, tell her, just trying to get a win. Miss Clara, look what's sweet trying to sit in. Show honor for the things she did. Repent for the way we live. The way we live and the things we did. From the hood, only place I know. Now eight to the five 580. Same place where my brother got shot. Same place that my homie so watch. Same place 95 got done To know what the edge, you gotta know where you're from From OKC, can't handle state, can't handle fate Chris McCain, do you remember the rain? Remember the same, ain't nothing changed, it's an east side kid with thoughts On the east side, live in floss Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing Worldwide, watch are the hard time growing your faces uh, I'm proud at home, sweet home If I'm out, then know we own
1: And I'm out, so no it's on, it's on, nothing is wrong Who's next to drop, Savage? Yeah, I guess it's us. Oklahoma, it's love till I'm resting in mud. Uh. Yeah, we shutting it
0: down. Then reinventing the.